Hello and welcome to The Final Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop and R&B landscape. I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Tofa. Welcome back, episode 80, John. And Moses, you know, we're going back into the biblical times, Moses was 80 years old when he went to the Pharaoh to kind of speak the word of the people. And, you know, sometimes, you know, in a way, maybe that's what we do. You know, we kind of go to the source, we come back, we bring collective yeah. things and we spread it to the collective, right? Mm. So, you know, we speak on behalf of the people, hence the term collective. So that's who we are. Yeah. Also, 80 is the upper age limit if you want to kind of vote for the new Pope in Rome and shit like that. <laughs> so, you know, um, <laughs> good thing there's an age limit on what you can and can't vote on. I feel like it's a sensitive topic right now, but, you know, I'll leave that. But welcome mm. back, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. I remember actually at school, I don't know if you did this, I think, mm. I feel like this was a very British thing to do at school in like, if you did a class on, what was it? It wasn't history or something like, um, not like civil society, but like something like that, where you had mm. to do, uh, oh, civilization or something, like some kind of silly name where like, well, like yeah, we're going to teach, we're going to teach these guys like politics in one year. Um, and then they just got us to do a project about how we should be able to vote from like 16 years old. Um, oh, those are, everyone does that fucking project. Looking yeah. back, I'm so happy that never yeah. changed. You had to create like <laughs> Facebook pages yeah. and like, yeah. I don't know. Where are you on that? Let's get a bit political. Voting no, age, man. reduce no. it to 16? No. Why no. not? I look back at myself at 16. That's enough said. <laughs> and I think I was in, I was definitely smarter than average uh, for the average 16 year old, should I say. Uh, and I look at my, younger sibling at 16 i'm like hell no you should be voting hell though i think um you should definitely be knowledgeable about these things but i think even 18 is quite low because you know not to get too political but i think there's um when you're young you're quite impressionable and you're just going to stick with whatever sounds nice rather than what is actually informative and what makes mm. sense to you impressionable so, you should meet like 80 percent of this population yeah no okay. don't know. i'm not saying that stops at 18 <laughs> but you know you start to become your own person around like 25 or so but i would say i would even increase it to like after uni so like 21 absolutely or so. not yeah that's what cool. i would do but um, yeah I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying young people are all idiots, but I think the average person, and like you have to know, there's a lot of people you you've met since university, you wouldn't say, "Oh yeah, I completely trust this person to have a vote in the future of our country or any other country." <laughs> I mean, right. I wouldn't. I would. We can move on and say, but I wouldn't trust <laughs> them any less than I would trust the average Joe or Jane that I meet on the street. And I mean, from yeah. the ages of eighteen, even sixteen, and much younger, like you are fully affected by what happens in the elections like fully oh yeah fully. i think I mean, so especially at the age of 18 right like yeah, there's nothing 18, that's, yeah. there's nothing yeah, that doesn't sure. affect you like taxes yeah. marriage whatever it is mm. um but there we go just just little <laughs> politics from you <laughs> from your guys slow. at tvc mm. um yeah obviously episode 80 um thanks to you, all the guys that have been with us from right from the beginning or who have just joined us this episode um mm. you can obviously follow us on social media we're on Twitter at TVC Pod. We're on Instagram at Vinyl Collective Pod, and we are. We also have an email account, so you know, drop us a little line, say, John Tope, keep up the good work, guys, <laughs> or uh, you know, maybe you want to ask us ask us questions, send us a suggestion, even for the Spotlight series, and you could do that at vinylcollectivepod at gmail dot com. I think yeah. that just about rounds out the, uh, yeah. the old socials, um, yeah, no, but yeah. Of Talking of Spotlight Series, this week was uh, was all top ace, so I'm going to hand it over. Yep, no worries. And just to kind of touch what you said in terms of like 
uh, support. That's the one thing that I've never really get used to. It's like when you meet people and it's like, you know, God review Vince, mate. Like you can't, you can't not review Vince. I'm like, you know, you know what it feels like? You know when boxers are like, they're kind of like, they're trying to return to their roots for the next fight. So they kind of chill uh-huh. in the hood. And the guy's like, go get him, champ. You've got, you got, you got to get him this time. <laughs> it kind of feels like that sometimes. It's like, oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Didn't know you cared so much. So uh, yeah, shout out to you guys. Um, yeah, so this week for number 80, um, again, keeping my theme this year, I've had predominantly R&B artists, which has very, been very intentional. So um, I've had Jess Karis, Carice, who, know which, mm-hmm. who knows which one. But she's uh, from South London. She went to Brit school as well, actually. So um, interesting uh, piece of information there. A lot of people coming out from Croydon. I don't know why people go to Croydon to become artists, but a different time, a different time. Um, so one thing I didn't know when I was looking through her music. So I've heard it here and there. Mm. So she's on Jules' album, but I didn't realise she was the woman on Soweto Blues, a song that he released ages mm. ago. And that's one of my favourite Jules songs. I was like, holy shit, he's actually kind of lit. And, you know, I've seen her being posted here and there. So I dove into her. And yeah, like, I think she's really, really cool. She gives me like a Mira May type of vibe. Cool. Uh, very black, but more on the singing than like the half rapping. She's more yeah, like yeah. a singer. Um, and she has like a more of a, if you can think like, you know that song, Moving Too Fast? It's that kind of music, you know. Yeah. So yeah. she kind of she kind of has that like house element to her, but she has like an R&B element to her as well. Like where she yep. can like strip back and sing, which was the song Home that I posted on my Instagram. So um yeah, shout out to her. She was supporting Sinead Harnett on her tour before the pandemic. Uh-huh. And she's also one of us, she's a signee to Nails label, Little Tokyo. I didn't know that. So I was like, okay, cool. Definitely got to check you out now. So yeah, the couple songs I said was Motions, which is more sensual, and Home. Mm. So definitely go and check those out, guys. If you're a fan of just singers, if you're a fan of Mira May, Bray Black, I'll say Pitt Millet, uh, Sinead Harnett herself, anyone like that, you'll definitely enjoy her. So yeah, mm. go and check her out. And the second song was Home, is that right? Yeah, Home and Motions. Those are the two songs. Cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I hadn't, I don't think I'd heard of her. Obviously, I've heard the Soweto Blues song, but yeah, and no, she's on, definitely um, an artist to check out. She's, she's on Summer in the End from um, the Jewels album last year as well. Mm, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, so, good good pick, yeah. Check yeah. her out, obviously, on the Spotlight Series 2022 playlist. Uh, give that a follow, share with a friend. Mm. Uh, we'll obviously be um, posting that, uh, that playlist along with the Now and Then playlist as well on our socials, so give us a follow there. Yeah, new music for the week. Um, let yeah, us so go through go through that list. Then we've got about five tracks this week yeah. to talk about. Um, and again, another shout out to our socials. Every Friday, we'll have a little list for you um, <laughs> of new tracks from the week, um, which, yeah, not a huge amount of singles, I think, from big hitters. I know there's an announcement, obviously, yeah. like Jack Harlow is releasing his album. Um, yeah. Couldn't care less. I think uh, everyone's getting out of the way for Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what um, it is. But Pusha T went number one. Um, Congrats. Jack Harlow's predicted to go number one as well. I'm interested to see who's on his album because I'm guessing it's a lot of big hitters. Yes, I mean the fact that yeah. Drake's already on it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he'll do pretty well because as much yeah. as you might like that, you might not like him. I think especially him working with. Lil Nas X last year. I think that boosted his profile oh, so huge. much, for so much. Yeah. And, you know, he's got some rapping chops to him. Like, he's not the worst rapper mm. I've ever heard in my life. So yeah. I think I think he's quite um, nice on the ears. So I actually think this one's, it might be one of the biggest hip hop albums this year. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, cool. So, new music. 
let's uh let's get this song out of the way okay. uh so there was a single um from h and gigs called okay. just cause and before i give my uh, <laughs> humble opinion okay. have you heard this track i have uh, cool uh we need to have i feel like we've had a conversation about gigs before haven't we mm-hmm. but man oh man this is another awful awful feature this is really bad like really really bad and i've i've brought up the lyrics just to just to point to exactly what is wrong with this because there's a lot not only have we said yeah like the flow that just monotone thing is so like i'm tired it's 2022 man like who who wants you like other than your name like who wants that energy on their track i don't know Uh, i mean the boomers it's ah, oh, but it's boring. It's so boring now. He said, oh, "Cool, let's let's quote a couple of things here." Okay. Um. Oh God, I say so I squirt it. Gave her the whole cappuccino. Let me go on. Yeah, I got a chocolate Ferrero Rocher. I think her husband's a weirdo. Yeah, I got a comfier chair though. Brains, I'm on the hunt. I'm the scarecrow. It ah, oh, it's just oh, it's really really bad. Like it's painful to listen to. Because it's such slow cadence and it's such a long verse as well. I like, thought, yeah, the verse just goes on and on and yeah. on and on. It was there were so many parts where I was just like, "Are you just talking? Are you actually just yeah, talking now?" It's, like, asso- <laughs> it's pure word association at this point with him. Yeah. Wait, well, he said something like, um, "Yeah, I saw her scroll through her Instagram goals. I told her that's what we can be." It's like, <laughs> what are you <laughs> saying? Yeah. <laughs> Or there's one. I think the way he started off the verse, where he said, "Um, she wants sex to, um, Peligro, one of his songs, right?" I squirt it, gave her the whole cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus. At this point, I agree with you. Ash for H was all right, by the way. Just um, fell out there. He was okay. Yeah, he was actually pretty decent. He went back to like rapping H, you know, uh-huh. that, in that sense. Um, I think it's time to put the dog down, man. The dog's fourteen. Years I, old. Think, so, I think so. The <laughs> I don't know why he's still rapping. He, yeah. actually, he actually doesn't even need to yeah. rap anymore. Like yeah. when I hear gigs, it's like bad. It's like it's like that guy who's like eighty years old and single, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I still mm. got it." It's like, no, you don't. I mean, the <laughs> no, dog metaphor. Don't. It's like that dog yeah. that's like you know, it's gone kind of blind in both eyes. Like it keeps bumping into things around the house. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just you know, and you got that smells older, really just bad. Let go. You know, like. Yeah, given that lots of surgeries, like mm. it's just in pain. The dog is in pain. Mm. Someone needs to do the good thing. Yeah, but the <laughs> owner's like, no. Why did I? Why did I put it down? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. live it long. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like you can't even take the dog for a walk anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and then you just hear you... a gunshot at the night, and then in the middle of the night, like, oh, what's it? Mean? <laughs> That's what needs to happen at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why people still. Yeah, I don't know why people still try to. Def- it's you know, it's like um another analogy it's like you know the emperor has no clothes right it's like i don't know why people keep acting like this is acceptable it's not mm. like it's just bad like i'm not saying gigs has never been good but he's been bad for a long time now Very he's, long been time. Bad, he's been bad for like four five yeah. years more like it really hit me when he was rapping about bunions on dave's album <laughs> do you remember that yeah funny <laughs> enough he's been the worst verse on every album he's been in for the past few years he was the worst verse so. on um yeah gets his album as well yeah. yeah, he's he's pretty bad. Yeah, put the dog down. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah, I thought yeah, I thought H was I thought H was alright, but yeah, gigs was yeah, it's alright. Uh, cool. I'm gonna throw this one over to you first of all. Mm-hmm. It's Mahalia's new one in the club. I know uh, you're gagging for the album. So, yes, uh, yes, yes. what were your thoughts on the single? 
Did you catch the 50 Cent interpolation? No. Where she's like, um, you know when 50 Cent's like, 50 Cent in the club. I mean, I I got that from in the club. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And she's like, bottle full of doves. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, she says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just a little tease up. But, um, so, out of the singles she's dropped this year, so Letter to Your Ex, Simon mm. Says, and this is the third one I'm guessing. I'm think, I'm, I missed one out, I'm assuming. So, this might be the third one. I think this is the weakest one, I would say. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just okay. Yeah. Whereas the others I really liked. So, yeah. um, I thought it was a bit repetitive as well, yes. actually. Yeah, I it was pretty repetitive. I was like, oh, like, mm. it's cool, but... um. I don't think the 50 cent kind of nod is um, enough for me to be like, oh yeah, it's a banger. It's just, if anything, it feels like you're kind of leading into that bullshit of yeah. UK sam- samples that uh-huh. we're doing right now. Even though it's not samples, it's an interpolation. But um, yeah, I could do without it, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. weaker single. What do you think? Yeah, I think once we'd heard the first bit of the song, mm-hmm. um, I think we'd heard it all, to be honest. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the verses were particularly interesting i mean the story behind the song i don't know if you read well, Genius, her, like, just to find out she's like yeah like kissed a, oh, lot of, okay. kissed a lot of frogs when it comes to mates had to cut off a lot of bad energy that's what of the course. song's all about like good people who've come across in life um i mean I got which that you know is a, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a nice it's a nice message but mm-hmm. it, i don't think it was done particularly well i mean i mean because in the chorus is basically talking about like you know i'm gonna go to the club i'm gonna leave the club there with you and just kind of chill with my yeah, friends yeah, and you can see yeah. that in the music video if you haven't seen it yeah. um so yeah i thought it was yeah it was okay it was, yeah. that's it. it was just it was just okay it's again it's not bad i don't think mahalia mm. drops bad songs but it was okay like if i'm trying to like hype mahalia to someone i would yeah. not put yeah. the song yeah that's what i'd say cool and the album do we have a date for that not for what i know no okay i would assume summer yeah before wireless or something yeah yeah cool mm-hmm. Okay, so next single we have uh, is obviously going to be off the upcoming album from IDK, which I mm. think is going to be entirely produced by Catronada, isn't it? Yes. Um, so, yeah, this is, the f- I think, the first single coming off it. Um, yes, sir. And I don't think it's, it's... It's not his first new music since last year's album, but it's obviously the first single from the new project. Yes. And last year's album was, what was it, UC for yourself? Yes. So it all all caps you spell mm-hmm. the man's name um so yeah dog food uh produced by Kachinada and featuring um denzel curry i'm a fan i'm a big fan so, of this one yeah so. very i mean i think Kachinada's style is obviously very um idiosyncratic right like it, <laughs> yeah you know it's you, yeah. you know when you hear one but this mm-hmm. this year this kind of reminded me of like the 99.9 percent era a bit mm-hmm. a bit more yeah. kind of some mm-hmm. of the more like instrumental heavy and like not as many vocals because obviously you know most of the songs from that and Baba he like features you know like serious artists um Mm -hmm. but yeah I really like the instrumental um I think IDK Denzel Curry work well together um Mm -hmm. as well yeah I'm excited I think we're gonna get some absolute bangers on this album when it comes out I'm surprised how well they work together to be honest because yeah I would have never thought I would have never thought of IDK and Kate Trinada mm. together. It makes sense. Yeah. But when I heard the way he was rapping on his mm. beats, I was like, wow, this actually sounds yeah. so fucking good, man. This sounds yeah. so good. Yeah. This sounds really good. Yeah. This is probably mm. my favorite single of the week so far. Mm. So yeah. Um, Bits of Denzel singing Curry from good. as well. 
Sorry, yeah. yeah but it's a singer from IDK. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's always been a bit of a singer, right? So mm. that doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, I think I think the the chemistry is definitely there. So I'm excited to see um where this project goes or yeah. how long it's gonna be. But yeah, no, I'm 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 fucking with the duo right now. I think Denzel Curry kind of continuing on being amazing. Um, so yeah, I think I think he was great as well. He's not. He's not really. I think he's at a point. He's not really gonna miss Denzel. It's weird saying that, but I don't think he's gonna miss these mm. days. Uh, yeah. No, I think. I think this is, it's, it, in those one single, it, it gives me more excitement than yeah, the previous yeah. album. I'll say that. Yeah. Fair. For sure. Yeah. I think Kate Renard has tweeted something saying that, um, was it 60s Garage was his influence for this track? Um, okay. Interesting. Yeah. You know what to say that? They'll say something weird like, oh, yeah. oh, something random was like an influence for a song that sounds nothing like this. I yeah, hate like, when people do that. Storm yeah. Like, yeah, shout to Diana Ross for influencing this song. Like, yeah, what? like, Sorry? Vince, Vince Staples said Will Smith inspired Rose Street. It's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, sure he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So weird stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. cool. We've got a couple more we can run mm-hmm. through. Um, mm-hmm. We had Rise Above. Um, not necessarily, you know, like a, an A-list mm-hmm. single that came out, but um, that was from Ibei featuring Bowen. Never heard of them. This really? One. No, never heard of them. Okay. Um, such a unique voice. Like, there's just such a unique tone to her, um, which I'm a huge fan of. I like the track. I don't necessarily think I love Bowen on this, though. That's exactly that. what I was going to say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I there don't, don't know if I'm We don't rehearse this, guys, I promise. Yeah. It's, it's all one take. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think Bowen necessarily, there wasn't much chemistry there. It felt yeah. like, yeah, two kind of contrasting artists. I wasn't a fan of that. And I think I think the thing with Bowen for me is that mm. when he kind of goes into that J-Hus-esque flow yes. too hard, it just uh-huh. kind of, because J-Hus is who he is, it just kind of mm. comes off a bit forced and yeah. obviously maybe maybe he had it before but it just that's mm. just the feeling it gives me so when he kind of yeah. came with that i know he was kind of talking about like george floyd and all of that and mm. yeah it's important but i just didn't it even feel like the song for i mean i guess it's called rise above i yeah. guess it is but it didn't feel in place yeah the chemistry yeah. wasn't there for me yeah yeah um, i've never heard this woman before it's before it's a duo ah interesting. twins non-identical okay cool Fair enough. yeah uh but yeah they are they've got an album coming out this i can't remember which i think it might be this month or well, it's coming out soon anyway it's called spelled mm-hmm. spell 31 so okay i would recommend um looking out for that album follow. when it comes yeah yeah, yeah. Follow, so go check them out and <laughs> then last single uh is Givian lie again um i have no notes for this one um, do you know what's in like tied to sorry do you know what's tied to because no. you know Justine Sky dropped a song called What a Lie which was okay. yeah which was about obviously their previous relationship oh, okay. Okay, okay and yeah, this yeah. was a response in a sense uh, called Lie Again yeah uh, you know what it is <laughs> I feel like the word bitch should be right after like Lie Again bitch I'm just yeah I'm just joking but um, yeah I think the song out of the two, you should go listen to the Justice Guy mm. one. It sounds exactly how you think it does. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I like this one more out of the two. I think okay. it's a cool song. I think, mean, yeah, yeah. I think Given's a good singer. I mean, for, regardless no, of who you think he is, yeah, out of side of music. I, 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 mm. I like this one. Yeah, it's cool. It's like R&B vibe, late night drive type of thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not really a fan of um, 
people kind of beefing through song or whatever. Uh, all kind of subliminal. Se- oh, actually, no, that's not true. I'm a fan of hip hop. <laughs> you know, check out the title of this episode, guys. We are fans. But like in terms of like R and B, it doesn't seem like the right place. Like you know, if you've got you've got relationship issues, so like, you know, sort that out. It's not rap beef, is it? But yeah, it's a cool song. It's a cool song. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. I don't it's know. Okay. If, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I think what? people can. I don't see why uh, you can't diss people you with, can. a, with a beautifully sung, a beautifully sung line like "Don't tell me, baby, I've had enough." Mm, it's true. I told you I don't want the truth. Sings yeah. Givion. on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not a fan of Justin Sky, mate. <laughs> that's probably what it is. That's, right. that's probably what it yeah. is. The song was fine. Yeah. Um, yes. Those are all our singles. I will quickly mention a couple of albums. Just you know, you can give a quick opinion. I don't know whether we've covered these, so. Uh, let's just quickly say Sid's album did you hear it damn that was ages ago yeah I, I have know. heard it you've heard I, it what, not, what were your thoughts on it not a fan sweet at agreed all. yeah nice. <laughs> at yeah. all yeah not much to say there cool we can yeah. move on uh, Kate Tempest I don't know if you listened to her I know a mm-hmm. lot of spoken words oh um, no they call, call, call me out then <laughs> you said spoken words call me out is that what it is uh, kind of yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry man um but she 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 has a, a following. I saw her live actually once in Brighton. Mm. Oh, I have seen this one before. I don't know where, but I have seen this one before. She looks familiar. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, there we go. Okay, so you got an album. Cool, go cool. check it out if you like spoken word. You know, if you listen to the episode with Natalie, we're both not fans. So yeah, I've already said it before. But um, actually, yeah, have you heard? Obviously, because you've probably seen on everyone's story because we're all unique people with unique ideas, John. Of course. So obviously. You've of course not l- listened to the future album because you know you're just a unique person. I haven't heard it, it yet. Yeah, contrarian, aren't you? But um, no, yeah, I, I've seen it being posted. Um, I haven't listened to it, and I can't say I care a lot to listen to it. And I, the reason I'm saying this is because one, I've never really cared for future like that anyway. So uh-huh. jump on an album, and two, when it do does come to artists like that, I kind of try to analyze the state of play with other people so if mm-hmm. everyone posts if everyone posts sorry the one same song I know that album's bad because why are you just posting yeah. one why is everyone posting the one same song it's like what yeah. about the rest of the album so it, I, don't, I haven't heard enough for me to be, I haven't heard enough from people to be like oh my gosh she's amazing yeah. there's a couple of singles but sounds like just another future album someone tried to say actually this is yeah. fucking hilarious sorry someone tried to say oh this album's so toxic and someone said, oh, that's the concept. It's like, your personality can't be a concept. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That you can't get away with that. You can't get away with that. Can't like, being toxic that. isn't a personality trait. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> but yeah, it was in Don't got, Make It Your Personality. Like, yeah. On. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, so, so people try to say, oh, it's a concept. Future's been extra toxic. When has Future nah. never not been toxic? Ever. That is it. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's keep that in mind. Yeah, I'm going to quickly mention, I do actually have the track listing here mm. for um, Jack Harlow's album. Okay, cool. Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Uh, good God. So Pharrell was on it of in course. a track called Movie Star. I know for a fact, I'll put my very small life savings on the fact that this will be one of the absolute misses in Pharrell's career. Because Pharrell has some he does have shocking some features. Yeah, yeah, he does. Have this some, is going to be yeah. one. This is going to be one of them, yeah. 100%. Uh, well, Drake, like a Skepta one, like that, but... Oh, it's going to be a Konichiwa style, yeah. Damn, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> Churchill <laughs> Downs featuring Drake. Yeah, I heard uh, that's actually a good song. I've heard, I haven't heard it yet. There's a track called Poison with Lil Wayne. And, what? And there is uh, <laughs> okay. a track called Parent Trap 
featuring Justin Timberlake. Damn. <laughs> that is so corny. I can just imagine how corny that Justin Timberlake joint's going to be. I can't imagine Lil Wayne and Jack Harlow on the same song unless they get into some sort of melodic shit, to be honest. I don't know. I can't imagine both of them rapping on the song. It's going to be weird. It's gonna be weird, we shall bro. we shall see. This album's gonna be it's, it's you know what it is it's gonna do so many numbers. You're not gonna be able to escape it. I'm telling mm. you, this album's gonna be a banger. <laughs> it's gonna be a banger. It's got what Pharrell, Drake, Lil Wayne, Justin Timberlake. I mean, there's there are songs called Nail Tech, <laughs> Dua Lipa. He's so corny. He's so corny, bro. Track- even the title, even the title of the album's corny. Well, Dua Lipa's on this as well. No, there's a track called Dua Lipa. Oh, that's so corny. So and then also corny. the fact that first class is on the album says it all. But there we go. Uh, man, this guy. How old is he? Like what? Twenty one, twenty two? No idea. Twenty three, something like that. Man, he's corny as fuck, man. Jesus. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm gonna listen to this. I can't lie. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. When's it coming out? Do you know? It's just a track list. Uh, this is just a track list. I'm not sure the date it comes out. Okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we'll then. see. We will see. Um, but. Until then, we're going to take a very short break and then we'll be back with the main segment and a special guest. Again, this is the part of the episode, you know, where you might just sign out and be like, that's it, I'm done. Battle rap, you must be fucking out of your mind. But, <laughs> you know, you might be like, okay, cool. I've never really heard of that. Let's see what these boys have to say. They don't really talk about all of that. So in the next, what, 10 to 15 seconds, you're going to find out. So have a fun episode. <laughs> see you guys later. Right, and we are back. And, you know, as I always say, you know, people always kind of get on to me about my long intros when I say we're joined by a special guest and this, that, and the other. But one thing I do really, really hate, right, when I listen to, like, other shows, right, is when people do that thing, like, they try to add, like, their Joe Budden, and they just kind of just start talking. It's like, wait, who is this guy talking? I've never heard him before. Why are you just acting like some casual conversation? Oh, my gosh. And the mic is on. Oh, my gosh. We just walked into the lounge. Yeah. (laughs) It's just crazy. It's like, you know, Joe Budden can do that because he has famous people on the podcast. So you could just look at the screen and be like, oh, my gosh, that's Pusha T or something like that. You are not that guy. You can't do that shit. Do you know what I mean? One thing, another thing that also really pisses me off, right, is when people have people, like, people interview people that Mm. bring them on their shows, right? And then you should know who they are. But they say, oh, yeah, we brought on so-and-so. So why don't you introduce yourself? It's like, you brought them on. So why, why are you telling them to tell them about themselves? They know who they are. Like, why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> Validate. So, <laughs> so I say that to say, we've got a good guest on this one. So we have Chris, also known as Chris DeCapo, or Chris or Capo, depending on which social media platform you're looking at. Um, so he has the No Capping podcast mm-hmm. that, was going, that started around last year on Rinse FM. Um, also a co-host of the Battle on the Roof podcast. Um, I'm not sure. I think that's one of the podcasts that Mike Check kind of bigged up when they yeah. did the post. It is, they mentioned it. it. I think there that's where go. I kind of kept a mental note. Yeah, so, yeah, the, so that's one of the ones. So this has been like way back. I kind of kept a tab on all the people in that list. So mm-hmm. um, Scouted yeah. a while ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, so obviously on the No Camp Pass, I've seen some famous... I guess UK celebs such as like, you know, Henry or mm-hmm. uh, what was it P Montana, famous DJ, stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously about on the roof, they kind of talk about all things. They even talk about some modern, like, you know, more trendy stuff like mm. Top Boy and stuff like that. So yeah, welcome to the building. How are you feeling? Lads, thank you for inviting me first and foremost, man. That's the main important thing. And actually, who did you say it was that plugged us to you? Um, it was Mike Check. Mike Check. Hey, big up Mike Check every single time, man. Big up the guys, them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me, man. Um, <laughs> 
I, I always like being on other people's podcasts because it's just like I'm entering your world and I'm like in your realm right now. So mm-hmm. that's what makes it sick. Um, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you once again, man. Really Where do appreciate it. How are you guys, firstly? Yeah, How are we? Well, we? We never get asked, do we? Do. Yeah, because that's something you do. I know it's on the, what is it, on No Capping. You mm-hmm. always like let the guest kind of like direct the conversation and stuff. Of course. Man. So, and, and Tops' favorite line is, we operate on a fight club basis. Yeah. We're back together. So how, there was a question, how are we? Yeah, how are you? How are you guys? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm good. I've been off topic. Love, he loves <laughs> and hates it when I go away traveling or go away for a week. So it means he gets the intro all to himself. Yeah. And you mm. know, he can spread whatever narrative he likes. I listen. Ba- I always listen back as well. Yeah, so I'm like, ready. what treat is there going to be this week? What's topic going to say about agenda, oh, agenda, John, agenda, agenda, yeah, agenda. John's yeah. leaving the podcast. Or <laughs> John's doing this. John's having problems at home. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah, like, I hope he. I hope he wouldn't say something like that. Nah, no, it's no, looking no, peak no. for you at home right now, man. I heard you <laughs> yeah. arguing with people, fighting, all sorts. John, what's going on? Oh gosh, but no. And yeah. glance at me. I'm. I'm all right. Um, actually, you know what's funny enough because obviously, um, as we're recording this near the end of the month, and you know, a lot of people were kind of like, oh my gosh, like. And I, and I and I got a bit worried because like shit we're getting paid tomorrow mm. so I did have a quick look like how much worse is it actually getting and it is like damn I'm losing like four figures it's extra yeah it's actually amount, significant yeah. like yeah. so I'm alright but not too great it's like, time to cook better. crack that's what the yeah. answer is yeah. <laughs> time to cook crack petrol <laughs> prices jumped another 17% they said today damn did it really yeah. fuck yeah you just have to try and find like the best one I think yeah. the, the, the best rates you'll see if it's petrol is like a, a 158 yeah, the ones that put water in it, yeah. basically. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, getting yeah. On wa- we're getting stepped on petrol right yeah. now. Yeah. We're getting yeah. stepped on petrol, hundred percent. Yeah, I do also like though on your podcast how you have um, you always start off with like the tequila shot or no capping. You always yeah. have like the Havana Club in the middle. Favorite yeah. rum, by the way. That's yeah. a favorite rum. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I can say it now because I'm out of contract with them. Yeah. Respectfully, <laughs> okay. um, I'm a Hennessy guy. Okay, I prefer a Hennessy. So yeah. it's like with having that. I remember the first time we did. And like the thing is with no capping, there, there's certain episodes where if you were to see, I am drunk out of my face, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely drunk. The ones where I'll reveal it to you, where I am absolutely frazzled, was um the one with Goldie Quaker and Monica Lee. Okay, mm. I was. I'm gonna skip back to those after. And I remember yeah. it was hot as well. I was. There's a point where I'm just sitting there silent. I'm like. My God, I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> um, that one and the Henry one, I was drunk as well. Oh, mm. really? Yeah, I was drunk with that because we recorded early and I hadn't <laughs> eaten. Mm. So I remember when we went there, it was like, I think it was like in midday. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, and because obviously like Henry, that that's that's gang like mm. from early. So it was like a catch up in general. But as she was talking, I remember it came a point where I was just so drunk and I was like, I'm seeing three Henrys right now. Like, <laughs> not a bad sign. Yeah. No. <laughs> let me not. Let me not. Wow. <laughs> 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 Listen, shoot your shot season, man. Go for it. Tops, if that's what you want. No, I'm playing. I'm, yeah, playing. Where, I'm where, playing. Where can she find you on socials? No, I'm playing. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. No, continue. continue. Shout out Steph Curry, man. Shoot your shot, man. <laughs> halfway, from, halfway from the court, all sorts. <laughs> Shoot the shot, man. Shoot the shot. But yeah, so yeah, kind of tapping into Battle on the Roof, like, Mm -hmm. was one that I think. I don't think I've actually ever heard of one a battle rap podcast and two one that focuses on UK battle rap. It's, yeah, also, yeah. it's like a lost art, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess what was the motivation behind starting this podcast or who who came up with the idea? Like 
yeah, what's the backstory there behind that? There were so many different motivations for it. The first thing was seeing the way, like, even before we've re- um, entered this recent scrutiny of male podcasters. <laughs> oh, oh, um, yeah. Before then, it was like, yeah, already the male podcasters back in 2020 were already getting pew, 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 there were shots <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. So, actually, it was 2019 where we really started it. Um, it was myself and uh, Fly Guy Richards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we met each other. We had a mutual friend. Um, shout out to Courtney. Um, we had a mutual friend and um, we were aware of each other. And one day I saw him tweeting about a battle rap event. It was Summer Impact. Okay. And that's an after. It just randomly came on my timeline. I was like, oh my God, you're from the end and you watch battle rap. <laughs> and I was excited. I was so excited. I went, no, I'm going to follow this guy. And then like we kept on talking about the event as it was going on. Um, battle rap events being battle rap events they go on to about five six seven hours sometimes oh okay. yeah wow. like if you're watching it live it is long it is long mm. so from there we kept on always like DMing each other about battle rap views and opinions and then we met up one day and we're like why don't we just make a podcast he's like I'm not a person because he's not a <laughs> presenter or a personality and I was like bro don't worry I'm going to guide you through there. Like, we're going to be good with everything. And then from there, um, one of my best friends from secondary school, uh, Matty Yeo, that he's part of the pod as well. I said to him, like, yo, I'm doing this pod. What are you saying? He was like, cool, I'll do it. I'm not a presenter, but I'll do it. But I think it's best to bring Steph, which is Grey Hoodie Steph. And Grey Hoodie Steph, me and Matty know him from, like, just being from the area in general. And because I was friends with Steph already. So I spoke to him and he was like, yeah, cool. We like recorded a couple few episodes, lockdown happened. And then I was like, it's good, but I feel like we need another person. Mm-hmm. Then we found Michael Mupps, the shooter that we call him. And he is the man behind the cam. And he's cousins with Fly Guy Richards. So I was like, this is so in-house and this mm-hmm. is so family orientated. Yeah. And then the last person was Cool Kid Cheeks, who actually is best friends with Fly Guy and they went to school together. So it was like, this is just so perfect. Um, And yeah, from there, because I was tired of just hearing things that the Americans were saying. I just felt like, you know what? Let me add a UK twist to this. Mm. Like we want to speak about the American battle rap, but from our perspective and also to let them know, because the battle rap world, there's so much scrutiny behind it that yeah. these people are weirdos or they're losers or things like that. Um, and we're like, no, we're just normal guys, normal wavy guys that like battle rap, simple. So yeah. yeah. And also just trying to educate ourselves on the UK scene as well because we're still learning yeah. on quite a few things yeah. as well. You mentioned the US scene as well. Like did you, when you first got into it and kind mm-hmm. of like engaged with it, did you immediately go to the US stuff? Um, I feel like over here, the first thing you'll always do is like, if you're growing up around grime, mm. clashes, Lord of the Mics, that's oh, the yeah. first thing yeah. that you'll end oh, up going yeah, to. Yeah. Or if you're around the area, there may be certain DVD outlets or things like that from South London. You've got like um, War Kitchen or you've got things like um, Hazardous Sessions or various things like that. So that was my first um, interaction with mm. battle rap and battling and stuff like that. But American wise, yeah, it was Smack DVD, a hundred percent was Smack DVD. So yeah, because yeah. like the big leagues, I was looking into it a little bit. So the was it like the Ultimate Rap League? You are big, yeah. the big US one yeah. that started was it like late two thousands. Yeah, so Smack 
URL comes from Smack DVD. Right. And the okay. Smack DVD was circulating from the early noughties. Right. That was like from 2002, 2003 mm-hmm. onwards where you can catch all like the classic hip hop, like the rappers on there. And at the end of the DVD, they always used to be these battles. Hmm. So that's where we saw the likes of Murder Mook, Loaded Lux, Sirius Jones, um, Headice, uh, Goods, Arsenal, like all these type of people, uh, Jay Mills, um, Ines, um, Reed Dollars, all those type of people. They were from the Smack DVD. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that started then, but the actual URL league mm-hmm. started in 2009. Cool. Okay. 2009, yeah. yeah. Wow, some time. You mentioned a couple... I actually recognise a couple of names. I yeah, don't know yeah, how. Yeah, yeah. So it must have been maybe a very long time ago. Yeah. I remember the name Arsenal and now like Arsenal, someone's coming yeah, to my yeah. mind. So maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's that time John of America, man. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just soaking it in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Arsenal, I think you'll probably remember him because he had a battle that went viral mm. online against Shorty Horror. And he's always known for like being the most disrespectful person. Right. So like the things he was saying was... <laughs> A absolute obscenity what he was saying he was saying a madness to be <laughs> fair but yeah yeah, that's where you probably know his name from yeah just to kind of follow up on that do you mm. feel like that kind of adds to the maybe somewhat negative PR that battle rap has like of course yeah so like because it, I feel like it's, it's weird because it's on one side I feel like there's this really niche community that really fucks with battle rap heavy yeah on the other mm. side it feels like some people see it as oh that was the olden days like when Eminem was popping yeah. so yeah like what do you feel like it could do with some better like marketing or anything like that or do you think it's fine where it is now i mean the thing is if you're looking at the marketing that battle rap has now you've got like the biggest artist in the world co-signing it drake mm-hmm. yeah you know but, oh yeah i was yeah. that video Fuck you've me, got yeah. the biggest person in the world co-signing <laughs> it where actually url has entered a deal in partnership with drake uh-huh. and drake like in october he created his own card mm-hmm. his own event for his birthday mm-hmm. So the PR is there, but we're having these public figures, these big rappers, these personalities, these celebrities that are co-signing it. But in the public eye, the only time they pay attention to battle rappers when it's something super negative that's said. Yeah. So of recent, you could think of two clips that went very viral, or three to be fair with you. Um, one was the guy who brought out a picture of someone's dead aunt or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. And then there was this fake story about that he got killed based off oh, of that okay, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, didn't yeah, happen yeah. he didn't get killed um, it was a fake story but yeah like that was agreed to be a disrespectful battle but no one actually clicked on to find content context to that video so that's, that's it. Um, there's that video the other video was the colorist one mm-hmm. of where I think someone was like oh my daughter's light skin your daughter's dark skin my daughter's pretty your daughter's ugly and things like that and people were like so is this what you use not watch is this the type uh, of madness right, yeah. mm. that you guys encourage that one and also there was another one that was from the rap game where a guy pulled out a picture and said the girl looks like Paul Pogba I just thought that was a dead bar yeah. <laughs> you feel me I just feel like it was a dead bar yeah. but Twitter being Twitter and the social justice warriors, they came out, pow, 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 all guns blazing and said, this is the bullshit that you're not watching battle rap. Why is it seen as acceptable? So I feel like as if there is the positive PR, but then with that, there's always the negative PR mm. with it as well. I mean, it's going to be like, thou- like you said, how long the videos go on for. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be thousands and thousands of bars said every day. Like, of course. Come on. Of course, it's going to be a couple that are 
there's a madness. Yeah. That's the reason why they put disclaimers in the front of saying the views expressed. <laughs> I'm not from the league. They're from the specific battler. And also to understand, this is just the art. Hmm. This is just the art. Simple as that. Is that I always say with battle rap, there's no rules, just morals. Mm-hmm. That you have to understand that, okay, if this person's recently lost someone, don't mention it. Yeah. Out of respect to them. Yeah. But if they've told you, I don't really mind, it's part of the art and I know you're going to do it for shock value, it's fine. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of battlers have conversations beforehand, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. And go- and going from that, I guess, talking about like, the PR and like how a lot of people on the outside kind of view it, what, I guess, what are some of the other like misconceptions that people might have about the art form or like whether, you know, how spontaneous it is, how prepared it is, all that kind of stuff? I think with that, I've heard terms of saying that it sounds like aggressive spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's over the bad days. I can't yeah. lie. That's actually kind of funny. Like. <laughs> like funny. Um, there was a video. Remember the My Wife and Kids video? Open the door. Close yeah. the door. <laughs> Someone was like, it sounds like loaded locks. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, um, especially like, <laughs> like even um, a lot of um, my, my um, a lot of women a lot of friends of mine, a lot of female friends of mine, when they've watched Battle Rap and they're just like, is this what you watch? Mm. Why are they getting so excited? Like, what mm. was so great about that? Or the one of when someone takes off their jacket and it's like, why is everyone getting excited that you got naked? Like, what's, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> so I think various things like that. Um, but yeah, at the, yeah, it, yeah, it just comes with its pros and cons, to be honest. It mm. comes with its pros and cons. Yeah. yeah. Sure. See, that's, that's one thing I've always kind of found interesting about how because I feel like there's a lot of parallels to the way rap is seen right because mm-hmm. you someone will take a clip of like maybe someone like YG and be like oh do you know what I mean what is this when, when you listen to his whole album you know it's actually quite profound in some in some ways isn't it? Yeah. so yeah I find that quite annoying but um, I was going to say we kind of moving on because um, you said about lines and stuff like that mm-hmm. so and I want to kind of tie this into what actual just hip hop in general hip hop because obviously recently or well, not recently like a few years ago Pusha T and the guy you mentioned, Drake, went yeah. went to bat, right? Yeah. And more, I guess even more recently than that, we had uh, Chip and Stormzy and there was a whole yes. thing where Stormzy didn't reply and everyone's like, oh, is that even the way it should go and stuff like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. So do you feel like there is like a line in, in terms of hip hop when two rappers are going at it with one another? And if so, what is that line? Um, For me, I, again, it's like I put the same thing in there. There's no rules, just morals, to be fair. I always say that, you know, kids, parents, dead friends or family members shouldn't be mentioned. Yeah. Um, anyone else, you can hold smoke, man. <laughs> Respectfully, yeah. you can hold smoke. But obviously have those morals and yeah. understandings course, as well, yeah. to be honest with you. Um, do I think that Pusha T went over the line? No, not really, to be fair. Um, I feel like a lot of people sleep on Pusha T, man. He was the yeah. only guy that successfully defeated yeah. Aubrey. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's true. the only person that success- successfully done it. And it's like as if we just sweep it under the rug every single time. I think that's another thing I was going to try and bring in because I feel like sometimes the whole... Um how much someone likes a person mm. kind of warps. It's not even about if someone's one or not. It's now it's like, oh, actually, rap beef is so like outdated. Like, yeah. why is yeah. it? I mean, it's so sneaky for that. That's yeah. what they did with um, Chipmunk as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's like, I feel like that, do you feel like that kind of waters is that? That's why people don't care about it. Because like, oh, you know what? I like this person so much. I'm just going to put my fingers of in my course. ears and not even like- It's different rules for on. different people. We saw it, mm. for example, with Chip and Stormzy was, okay, Stormzy is obviously not replying to this guy for other reasons. So, mm. so let it be. 
and it was seen as accepted by some people mm-hmm. and then with other people was oh no man like man are real <laughs> youths fam like I'm not making no diss track I'm gonna turn up to your door and punch mm-hmm. you up yeah. bro write the flipping tune fam like <laughs> what's the big deal fam yeah. like why do you have to go and punch him up you can write the tune and punch him up if you want <laughs> fair enough <laughs> but like punches and stuff don't win you battles more time like mm. punches with the bars <laughs> yeah like mm. that's cool but actual like the physicality of it yeah I just feel like as if that's just a cop out for a lot of people who can't battle mm. and mm. to be fair with you I get some extent because when you're in the art of battling you have to have this person on your mind 24-7 pulls yeah. super yeah. pulls <laughs> yeah. you have to have this person on your mind constantly in the sense of where you are writing about them all the time thinking of them thinking of ways I can decipher how much I am better than you and your trash I need to think of the most clever way to put this and on top of it if I'm battling I need to remember it as well mm. so I think that in that sense of where I do see I see both spectrums of it but me being a consumer and us being the consumers you want to hear tunes of course you mm. want to you want to see someone battle it reminds me of that um, I think is it like a meme or something from a TV show where there's this like guy lady like pointing at the screen behind them and there's like so many pages and like yeah. dot to dots like draw like <laughs> yeah. csi stuff yeah uh, that must have been like pusha t in the studio with all his people and he, yeah. like, right we've got this we've got this news article from here we've got this from here yeah i mean a lot of people FBI. a lot of people felt he crossed the line of two reasons one obviously i be personally mm. i don't really mm. give a fuck i'm kind of with him like yeah. you know i think there's obviously a normal moral line that mm-hmm. You know, instinctively you would know. Okay, you know, I'm 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 doing too mm. much. But outside of that, yeah, what well, is what it is. Yeah. I think there's two things. One, announcing that he has a child, which was already a rumor before that. So I don't know why that's even like a thing. Like, oh, you ruined his idea. That still sounds like another Who W cares? for Pusha T. <laughs> sounds like another cares? W for yeah. Pusha T. And <laughs> yeah. then the second thing, obviously, kind of talking about um his best mate forties um what's it MS condition yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, I don't know. It was. It was it was a bit harsh, but mm. I don't think it was the worst thing in the world that was said. And again, I feel like when you keep it towards rap, rap is still entertainment. So mm. even even for himself would be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, he I got got. It's kind of like corner crossfire. Not that oh, I literally hope this guy dies. He's not gonna walk up to him and say, I hope you die, mate. Like mm. that's not what it is. Like, do you know what I mean? That's why I kind of think with the Stormzy thing, it doesn't really make sense. I always feel like when someone takes it outside of the art form, you actually look like more of a loser because this person just wants to rap and be like, mm. okay, you know what? I'm not maybe we're making too much money for this to be a thing where we mm-hmm. we beef and to us that's a smart decision. Mm. But when you kind of gain your feelings and pull up in my like my house with like Lambos, it's like okay, so how far do you really want to take this? Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, mm. no, I, I agree with you in that one. And I think looping back, kind of like the undertone of I guess this conversation is that if we go all the way back, because I think for me, I'm not one who's ever tapped into battle rap or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I've never even looked into it. I think I only know like a couple, maybe like Fresco, something way, way back. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not not a fan. Not not even not a fan, just not not knowledgeable of it. Of course. But I think I would I'll say this, this is an assumption. I think a lot of people when they think of battle rap, they think of late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. or even before that. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, do you feel like you could like hip hop doesn't exist without battle rap? Or I guess the better way to say it is like does the origins of hip-hop lie within battle rap could you not have one without the other so to speak yeah you have to have both of them with it to be fair mm. whether it's the days of sucker mc i want you to retire my <laughs> bars here are hot like fire like yeah. even if it's those days <laughs> to like the lyrical miracle spiritual physical lyrical type of guys yeah of that or whether it's um 
your mum's got athlete's foot mm-hmm. with, with Wiley, like whatever it is <laughs> to um, put him in a spliff and put him in a spliff in the drill. They, like, there's always a form of battling in hip hop and mm-hmm. in rap. There's always that form and that art of it. And also as well, the controversy, it ends up exciting people. We've seen, yeah. look at with Chip, everyone stayed up till like two in the morning. We had work the next day. Why were we up waiting for this tune? You know, that we always get excited whenever the art of battling comes into mm. it, you know. So, and also as well, it helps that it helps people, like, sharpen their swords, to be fair. Like, I, iron sharp. What's the saying? Iron sharpens iron. Sharp, oh, yeah, iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. Thank you very much. No iron sharpens iron. <laughs> so, I don't want to say the wrong thing and just, like, listen to me like, brother, you're dumb. Like, <laughs> no, then I've got to write for you. <laughs> Stupid listener was listening. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like... I, I honestly feel like it's essential to be fair of where you we need the art of battling and clashing. Mm-hmm. You know, even when you look at the bashment culture of Sting, mm-hmm. you know, um, that art of clashing is amazing. You feel me? And it just mm-hmm. makes the music that bit better. Mm-hmm. It just makes it that bit better, you know. So, yeah, I feel like they do resolve with the other. And funny enough, you know when you said about Sorry, just going back to the last thing you said of where speaking about some of the absurd things that might have been said of Pusha T of what you might have said. We've got to remember two things. One, remember when Jay-Z said he was going to take a I was about to, I was about to and ask. leave it in Nas's baby mother. Yeah. It was in the car seat. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That and also um, when Ja Rule said about Eminem your mum is a crackhead and Kim is a known slut so what's Haley gonna be when she grows up mm. that's very different to just announcing someone has a yeah. child yeah exactly very different it's, it's so different and it's just like that was just what the early noughties mm. you know compared to now it's like it's not really anything really that obs- I mean yeah the, the dead friend thing is mad that's <laughs> mad that's very mad <laughs> but aside from that it's like yeah it's not really anything that mad being said that I mean even the Jay-Z thing his mum literally yeah. had to call and yeah. be like Yo, yeah, you need to sort it out with him yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. do yeah. it too much whereas these days like one thing I hate this is one thing I hate because one the reason why I love hip hop is because mm. it's a competitive genre and there's no other genre that's competitive yeah. just so to speak but one thing I fucking hate about hip hop sometimes is that we've gone to this phase now because there is literally too much money and too many eyes mm. everyone just does this subliminal shit yeah. like no one really yeah. likes to call even Kendrick as much as I like Kendrick people just don't do this thing where they call someone out by name it's like mm. oh, okay so what's this whole track for like for example the heart part for mm. so I was like okay yeah it's a cool song but like you know who's this about you know finish it off you know what I mean because now we're just there like oh it's just a yeah. cool like aggressive song and I feel like even Drake as well like no one really I mean Drake might be the only one actually in terms of the big big rappers even J. Cole he does it in the most bitch way ever he's oh, the worst yeah. one he is the worst one and yeah. shit like that it's like I feel like that's final what... track from KOD yeah it's oh. like 1985 and yeah, even yeah. though Snow on the Bluff the one uh-huh. towards no name right yeah. and I feel like that's sometimes what is missing and I get it's kind of in line with the current, you know, political landscape in terms of, you know, uh, certain words you can't say or certain things you can't do mm-hmm. and, do you know what I mean? And being nice and mental health. Oh, what if you, this person hurts themselves you cuss them out? All that stuff. I get that. But it does feel like sometimes if you are going to still engage in it, still dabble in it, then yeah. why not? Yeah, what do you mm-hmm. think, John? I agree. But then it, there's also, I mean, you mentioned Drake, but then there are artists that are just so big and the, the way that, I guess, like we interact with like social media and the internet, like... 15 years ago, right, if you don't, if, you know, two rappers battle, like, Ja Rule and 50 Cent, right, mm-hmm. 50 Cent wins that, 
Ja Rule kind of, we mentioned in an episode last week, he kind of falls, falls off the face of the earth a couple of years after that. Mm-hmm. And we're like, because of social media and stuff nowadays, if you're not there, you can lose a rap battle and still be relevant mm. because, you know, you're posting on social media every other day. But like, if you're not releasing music back 15 years ago, yeah. how, are pe- how are people to know? Um, yeah. And that's the thing with Drake, right? He transcends music so much. He's listened to like, I mean, you could probably go into any nightclub anywhere in the world. doesn't matter what language they're spoken, what the demographic is, who the people are, Drake's playing. Mm-hmm. And this guy got like beaten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah got destroyed. And two, yeah. like two, four weeks later, we've completely forgotten about it and everyone's listening to like, God's plan or whatever the next song that comes out is. Aside from Drake, is there anyone else that has lost a battle but won the war? Meek Mill. And I was actually going to tap into that. I think Meek Mill. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole Drake's legacy was Mm. unparalleled up until the whole he doesn't even write his shit if that never happened Drake's whole career is looked yeah. at in a very different it's the different little way. the little kind of thing at his side isn't it yeah. Yeah. yeah because now that takes him out of any like genuine Best conversation yeah. Yeah. whereas before mm. people were like holy shit because there was a time and I'm thinking it's like as much as we do meme on Drake I'll never yeah. discredit him like like especially the mid like tens like he was on another Man, level it, like yeah. he was crazy yeah. like obviously um, if you read this it's too late what a time yeah. to be alive um, nothing was the same camera. Coming after that, which I think yeah. we, I don't know about you, I think we both agree it's his best album. Yeah, nothing was the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. So yeah. I think everyone's tripping when they say take care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah. So yeah, so to kind of take out a guy literally at the height of his career, we didn't know at the time, but this is <clears throat> this is literally the height of his career. Yeah, that has. I mean, you're always gonna have that W, and I think even much, even as much as I don't love Meat Mill right now, he still has a relevant career. So I can't say he's completely lost it. So I think mm. that's the example. I think if I was to say, sorry, John, did you want to? No, say no, one? go for it. I think if he was to say one for me would be, I think it'd be Jay Z. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so, so, yeah, yeah. so a lot, a lot of people say it's um, still debatable that if he won or not because they'd be like, oh yeah, take based over. on the tracks released. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah, lost. Yeah, you lost. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But in the long run, if you look at it and think, I mean, mm. yeah, Pardon Kingdom. I mean, um. What was the what was the what was the show me what you got album? Yeah, Kingdom Come. Yeah. Kingdom Come. I hate that album. That album is absolute <laughs> doo doo. That is dog doo doo, bruv. Um, but after that, I was seeing that, and you thought, okay, you did come back up, and then you signed Nas to Def mm. Jam at the time when you was a president. Mm. It does make it seem like as if he did win. Mm. However. Sorry, just going on on a, on a random uh, a rant about Jay-Z and Nas. Stop making songs together. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z and Nas need to stop making songs together. Every song <laughs> that they've made together sucks. <laughs> I agree. Said, I agree, but I think it's only it. because, like, their heart's not in it. Yes. Not because, yeah, I think that's what it is. But I agree. But yeah, it's not that they couldn't. Mm. But they just make dumb songs together, like BBC or... Yeah, what was um, that one for that film recently? Oh, that was awful. What the fuck was that? I remember that. Yeah, that was not good. Was that the one that had, um, when they were in like a casino or something? Yeah, yeah something it might like have been, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, that was ass as well, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I just think every song they made is, how can the best song be Dead Presidents? And Nas is the sample. Yeah. <laughs> Nas it's is the sample. Yeah. That is bad. Yeah, I mean, you can hear from most, I have this feeling about most Jay-Z verses, like in the last three, four years. Since 444. I don't think he's really released that many exciting mm. tracks. Oh, I like this agenda. Continue. Okay. Yeah, continue. I mean, he hasn't yeah. released any tracks, has he, since 444? No, but I mean, fe- even feature oh, tracks. Yeah. I'm not that impressed. His features It's have not been that exciting. Tans- the one we mentioned last week, mm-hmm. uh, who was that? Was that on the Pusha T, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it's, a good it's okay. Verse. Yeah, but, fair. It's a good verse. But yeah, yeah people just. 
get I, too excited. I think you know what it is because four forty four was such a return to form. Uh-huh. People kind of lost their minds, and that then, was five years ago. Yeah, it was. But then he followed that up the year after with the championships verse. What's free, and that yeah. wasn't. Verse. I uh-huh. can't even lie. That was an insane verse. Yeah. But it's. I think he's just been given. I think we said this. Where I feel like his um, his whole pedigree it precedes whatever verse comes out. Mm. So now it's like it doesn't even matter what the verse is. It's Jay Z. Same with like Andre three thousand. Doesn't even yeah. matter what the verse yeah. is. It's Andre three thousand. So you know, and people are doing it to Kendrick now as well. Like you know that fucking shit that we got sent earlier today, where it's like, oh, this is why he's called himself like okay Lamar, something like yeah, that. It's yeah. Like, come on, man. Like oh, not yeah. everything has some deep meaning. Like yeah. come on, get the fuck out of it. Like the ten. The, the ten um the Oh the, the nostalgia verse. Yeah, 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 See, yeah, yeah. I don't believe that. I'm just gonna say that right here. I don't fucking believe that. Dissect podcast does have a you said, tendency. What did you say like they've ruined hip hop discussions? Yeah. They have because they have that the guy who runs Dissect Cole Cush, mm. he does have a tendency to go really deep into like mm. every line I think oh and I think sometimes there are just like coincidences yeah they are just coincidences yeah. sometimes yeah. like yeah. and it's like okay cool and it's cool sometimes like when you read a book and there's a meaning in it that the author didn't know. Yeah. That's cool sometimes, but not mm. don't act like every single thing was premeditated. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's gonna cut. It's not even his song for him to be like, yeah, it's gonna cut halfway through. How the fuck is he gonna know that? That yeah. just happens sometimes. If I'm rapping at a certain BPM, <laughs> turns out 16 bars takes the same amount of seconds as another 16 bars. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Crazy. So yeah. it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's a gender, yeah. So yeah, shit like, so shit like that. I feel like sometimes it's like, yeah, there are some people. Don't get me wrong. There are some people who really think. <laughs> So deep into it, like wow, this is amazing! Like, it's like a, a, like a Lupe Fiasco, yeah, or yeah like yeah, a Lupe yeah, Fiasco yeah. or Billy Woods. Like they'll go yeah. that deep, but some uh, Kendrick is. I would say this: I love Kendrick. I do think he's one of the best, but he's not that deep. Or I think that era of Kendrick Ooh. hasn't been around for a while. Now. For a little while, yeah, yes. for a little while. So yeah. uh, that's what I'll say. But speaking of rappers, this is one of the agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I've I've always kind of thought. I don't know if I can even prove it, but coming up that. A lot of the rappers who are good at rapping, maybe not even the best rappers, they're just good at kind of making a rap song and getting it out, like a Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. They came from the battle rap scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and um, when I do listen to some people who do talk about battle rap, they're like, man, man, some of these battle rappers are like way, way better than all these rappers. Like the average battle rapper could like yeah. write a better song than a, than a rapper. Yeah. So I was going to say like, do you feel like, hey, do you think that's true in terms of, yeah, battle rappers are just, you know, compared to what is in hip hop, it's not mm-hmm. even close. And, do you feel like it's better to become like a battle rapper turned mainstream or just go straight to be a mainstream rapper? Um, I think to answer your first question, mm. it is the level of intricacy mm-hmm. and creativity that you need to battle rap is beyond another level. Mm. Because you are saying some of the hardest shit ever that you can never say again. Oh, okay, yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And for you to constantly think the average battler probably battles about... You might have two to three battles in a year, at least two to three battles in a year, comparing on who you are. Um, and yeah, some of the best rappers are battlers. I I I always say that that I think some of the best rappers are battlers, and a lot of rappers shy away from entering that realm because they realize <laughs> you're gonna get exposed. Yeah, <laughs> and you won't be able to handle it. It's way too mm. much for you. You know, you gotta think of the hecklers you got to think you're performing in front of 2000 plus people mm. you've got to remember this content that you can never say again when you're on tour you've got your backing tracks you've got your mm. DJ you've got your hype man with you when you're battling it's just you and delivery mm. as well yep. like it's got a hit right yeah. it's got a hit right you've got to make sure that your cadence is there with some battlers they're, they're heavy performers you've got to remember everything and you can never say this stuff again 
If yeah. you say one bar, I dare you to say one bar and see if you don't get exposed for it. Mm. Who's an artist? Let's go around. Who's an artist that we think might, as in like a, just a regular hip hop artist mm-hmm. who we think would just get exposed if they had to kind of battle rap? Oh, I think based on what he said, I think, oh, I'm trying to think. Like most rappers, I do think this, I think most rappers would. I'm trying to think of someone, I was thinking the other way, like who would hold up, but I think. Rick so, Ross. No, Rick Ross will get exposed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Rick yeah. Ross is a good example. That'd I think, yeah, or even like, even rappers I do think are really good. Like, uh-huh. let's say, this is a random example, right? Let's say Corday. Like, Corday yeah. can't battle rap. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, got yeah, good yeah. got good lyrics, but he can't. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like even the most lyrical guys can't team up with the best. Can you say he's recording his next album in his, whose house didn't he pick, post a picture the other day? Oh, saying he's re- recording his next album in someone's house, okay. like just at the dining room table, which mm. doesn't, I don't think that bodes well. But anyway, <laughs> Corday. Yeah, so yes, I think, yeah, I'm trying to think Corday or even, I even think of some of the UK guys, like outside of Stormzy, I'm not saying you have to be the best, mm. you don't have to be the best rapper to battle rap, Sims, but you have to battle. No chance. Yeah, no, yeah Sims, yeah. sorry, Sims, no chance, yeah. Or even yeah. Dave, I don't think yeah. so either. Like these guys couldn't do it. Like, they need time and sometimes it's other writers in the room which is what he's saying there's no it's just you when you're on a battle rap stage and I think that's why I kind of do want to get into battle rap because again the competitive aspects like this yeah. guy's definitely better than this guy whereas we had to kind of guess like oh but albums and if this person wanted this person mm. whereas battle rap is like definitive more so but I yeah, can't yeah. think of many rappers who would hold up so I think most of them would mm. not do well what about you is on both scenes what do you think Chris? I'm trying to think because uh, I'm thinking of I could say like the typical Drake but I'm thinking of those guys who try and make him seem like they are the most lyrical ever and their pens are just another level mm-hmm. uh, someone like Tech 9 that yeah. whole <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. all that bullshit would not work that's not gonna work um, who's that other kid that um, that white rapper who does all that <laughs> token okay. token he won't cope in there <laughs> at all uh, do you know who's someone who actually did and if you ever get the chance listen to this battle it was on the. It was at the end of his second album, Absol. Oh, okay. He battled Daylight. Okay, okay didn't know. I need. Yeah. I need to go check that yeah. out. Because he released a new single this week, first in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So last week, yeah. Oh, thank God. Is he still with Yara Sanchez? Because I still feel like she know. was the curse to him of why he just <laughs> flopped. And I don't just know. We're still trying <laughs> yeah. to work out that yeah, puzzle. Yeah, still yeah. Trying. yeah. Yara Sanchez. I always say that. Um, but yeah, Absol. When you've got time. Listen to it. I think it's the last um, the we is it we right here, okay. W R H. That was in the end of these days. Okay, cool. yeah. Yeah, that's 2013. 2013. 2013. 20, 2013. Um, 20, yeah, 2013. That it was mm, 2013, yeah. 2014. Uh, um, but yeah, if you listen to the end of that, because that song like about 14 or 15 minutes long, but the end of the track is a battle with him and Daylight. Okay. And it is some of the best writing that rapping you're ever wow. gonna hear like Absol goes crazy on it okay. um, we need to check this out then so yeah someone who I think will do well though maybe it's me being biased because I'm a big fan of this person Schoolboy Q okay mm. I think Schoolboy Q once he Q. gets off the golf courses and starts yeah. rapping <laughs> yeah. yeah I think Schoolboy Q is one of them yeah, what was about Q they think will do you know what well. I think he's the most complete rapper in TDE this is true I agree I think he's the yeah, most complete yeah. that every audience mm-hmm. schoolboy Q can cater to yeah. mm. and also he makes the best music out of all of them okay. if we're saying the best <laughs> rapper the best rapper is J-Rock in, okay. my, in my opinion okay, cool. if we're talking as in like the best 
songs. It's probably b- between Schoolboy Q and Kendrick. Okay. Wait, you think the best rappers? J Rock. I think J Rock is so cold. He is. I wasn't a big fan of Championships, but I not Championship. You mean Redemption? Redemption. Yeah, yeah. You wasn't a fan of that. I thought it was alright. I thought Nine Double O Five Nine was far superior. That was a cold album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the J Rock angle. I still think Kendrick is yes. better. I think J Rock was better than Kendrick yeah. way back in the day. Nine, but yeah. when Nine Double O Five Nine came like, out, I was like, because J Rock has a presence on a track that I don't think any of them have. Like he's just grimy as hell. So I get yeah. that. Angle. The fact that he spun Kendrick on every single tune that they've been on together. That's also true. <laughs> no, that's just that's true. It's true. Yeah. Listen, I've got I've got an agenda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. My agenda. I've got two agendas. Mm. J-Rock has spun Kendrick Lamar on every single song they featured on and Beanie Siegel has spun Jay-Z on every single song they featured on. But I don't know if that necessarily means they're better. It doesn't mean they're better. But yeah, no, but, but I get what you this mean. This is my agenda I that think, I like running with. Some, some people have a level of chemistry where they just kind of rise to the occasion. Like yes. a Dave and J-Hoss. Like I don't think on a on an everyday level, J-Hoss is a better rapper mm. than Dave. But when they meet up, J-Hoss just goes on another level. Mm. He just washes Dave out. But that's, then that's, how I feel. that's definitely a characteristic talking about who would make it good battle rapper right mm-hmm. there are certain cast characteristics of battle rappers who then become good hip hop artists because mm-hmm. they have like they can rise to the occasion yeah, exactly, they, they yeah. have resilience because yeah. in, in the moment like oh you know I've just got you know someone's just said this to me on this verse and now in like five seconds in my head I'm going to come back and say this mm-hmm. and win, win the battle yeah um I think Jay Z okay. had a little bit of history that was obviously Jay Z and Big L. That was like a big yeah, uh, Big L was um, Beanie Siegel as well. Them too. Yeah. Had, yeah, had a lot. I think famous ones that you'll look at of recent years would be obviously Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Meat Mill, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. Who else? Who else has come? Eminem, from Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. Eminem, yeah, that yeah. Is, um, that terrible. Um, who else? Remy Ma. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, French Montana. Really, I have French heard about Montana. this. Yeah, French Montana was a good battle rapper. What happened? Is that a- <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Listen, French Montana. I don't allow French Montana scrutiny in any capacity. You know, <laughs> okay. I'm a big French Montana fan, really? but I'm aware a lot of people don't like him. Mm. I'm aware, and I'm I'm pretty sure you guys are a lot of people. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. French Montana he used to be called Young French mm-hmm. when he yeah. when he was battle rapping. Um, blah, 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 blah. yeah, I think those are. So, just some I can think of from the top of my head to be fair I think even I don't know if he actually came from it but I remember Peter he had some like very early rap battles yeah like make, before making a band. Boy. yeah or making a band yeah um, one of the guys on the first season of making a band um, I don't know if you remember their names Enes Enes was the one that was fighting um, remember the guy that was put in a chokehold oh, okay. in the first season of <laughs> and his trousers were dropping whilst he was fighting <laughs> I need to watch this so yeah him he's still bad rapping now mm. and one of the ladies that was in the first season um, Babs she's a league owner for right, the f- um, right. the first women's um, battle rap mm. league okay. which is called Queen of the Ring okay really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah yeah so yeah they're still they're still flourishing in their yeah, career yeah sure mm. let's play Quick game. Okay. Mm-hmm. A long, a long time ago, I did. Um, I can't remember what episode it was. I was like, "Who said this?" And I did some like funny. Yeah, it was the Harry Bennett one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a couple of a uh, couple of quotes from some uh, rap beef songs, some diss tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see if you can get them. A couple of easy ones. Couple maybe a little bit more abstract. Uh, so number one, uh, you ass went from Jay's to hanging with Kane to Herb to Big. Nah, it's Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. Very quick. Yeah, sorry. Start, start <laughs> easy. Start yeah. easy. Um, okay, next one. 
never poke nothing, never pop nothing. Guys, stop fronting. Jay-Z, put you on. X made you hot. Now run around like you some big shot. Two, two pat. No, no. Mm-hmm. Say it again, please. Okay, never poke nothing, never, never pop, pop nothing. Man, stop fronting. Jay, put you, you on. on. X made you hot. Now you run around like you some big shot. Pussy. I remember, it's, I remember there's <laughs> pussy at the end of it as well. <laughs> 50, back down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, the jar yeah. yeah. track. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, next one. Just a whole lot of rapping, but no motherfucking action. Seeing Gucci by himself when he was 30, deep at magic. Now you didn't bust Freddie a... Gibbs. Um, yes. Fuck. It's Remember yes. everyone named Loyal. Real. Yes, real. real. Yeah, yeah from Pinata. Yeah. Classic The juicy album. track. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You guys are quick. Yeah. Uh, okay. Contract all fucked up. I guess that means you were fucked up. You signed to one guy and signed to another. That's signed to three guy. Now Push it's bad luck. On. Oh, I forgot the tune. Is it? Is yeah, it good memory? Good, yeah. I'm liking this. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my days. I forgot the tune. Think Bible. Yes, 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 uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, who's that yeah. about again? Sorry. That was Drake. Drake again. Oh, yeah. I heard that one. It's like you signed Exodus to another Exodus 23 one. Another nigga. Signed to another nigga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Last one. This is a very easy one. Looking like straight Bose as I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. Looking like straight. Bo- oh, Ice Cube. No Vaseline. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a lot quicker than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, how long did that take to compile? Like, no, I didn't even do A couple this. of minutes. I was like, oh, let's think of some well known rap songs. Okay, cool. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah. I like that. I like nice. beef, guys. Sorry. Love it. Um, but yeah, I, I remember kind of looking into some i know we're talking about like you know has it changed like do we still need um like rap battles that kind of stuff like a lot of artists in the 90s like the big guys were rapping regularly like we had um i haven't watched these personally but like dr dre's snoop dogg faced one guy i think it was like luke then he had like common and ice cube wrapped i did a battle rap in the was it 94 or something yeah yeah um do you think and like ll cool ll cool j rapped against cannabis and Mm -hmm. He had Hitman doing a lot of raps at that time, like battle raps and stuff. He was on uh, Dr. Dre's um, 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you think we'll ever see, like, who do we think we'll kind of see next necessarily get into the kind of rap beefs or? Or is it just like a lost art? So yeah. Speak? I'm still waiting for Benny the Butcher versus Freddie Gibbs. Oh. It's just like going to happen real soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's staring up. Yeah. I feel like it's really Basically just Freddie memeing though. Because the guy just loves to joke around. Memeing. I don't think they're At first I thought it was memes, but when I read up, I don't think it's memes. I think it's like, it's not serious yet, but I think mm. it's definitely it's definitely not trivial. I'll yeah. say that. It's yeah. not trivial. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like that one's staring up to be fair. And we're going to get a great... Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get some great diss tracks yeah. in that case. <laughs> if it yeah. happens, yeah, that'd be amazing. Because I'm fans yeah. of both wow. of them. Yeah, um, I still think that obviously there's the whole NBA young boy and little mm. black stuff that's going on, but I can't really. That doesn't interest. Yeah, me it's much. not really that interesting because <laughs> yeah. it's just seen as how disrespectful they can be, and also mm. like who makes the better song, not yes. rather than actual dissers yeah. per se. I can't really rank it the way I would rank uh, Benny and Freddie. Yeah. Um, what other people? Um, God, I'm thinking UK. Um, it's not really anybody, really. Everyone just That's the thing each in the UK. the UK. I feel like this is what makes the UK so lame because I feel like there's this like obsessive need to be like, oh, the UK is just as good as the US when it comes to rap. When it's like there's so many elements of US that ha- that makes it better rapping. One, mm-hmm. they have a 
it's an endemic scene, right? It kind of started there. It's grown there. Two, yeah. a lot of rap battles were a thing way before. Not way before, but it kind of helps a lot of people become rappers, obviously, like Eminem and stuff like that. It's just like mm. a, it was more of a sport. That's mm-hmm. why rap is competitive. Whereas here, no one does any of that. It's <laughs> more time. The pathway to become a good rapper in the UK is, oh, I don't want to go to prison. Someone told me I'm actually kind of all right. So fuck this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, can you just go to the studio, mate, and get us out the hood? Like, how many times have you heard that story? Like, none of them have, like, some sort of, like, how many times have you heard, like, a UK rapper be like, oh, you know what? Ever since I was, like, six years old, that's what. No, it's never that. It's like, yeah. oh, I just don't want to go to prison again, mate. Like, and, I, and I get it, but, like, jail, that, I think. I came back. And... Yeah. I went to studio one time <laughs> yeah. and fucking that's like, literally how Fredo became um, popular his yeah. song blew up in jail like while mm. he's in jail he's like oh yeah. actually yeah people are fucking with that song or <laughs> someone was group. dissing someone and the next mm. minute they said you know enough is enough we need to respond to these guys and they made a song yeah, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous and I feel like that kind of like I'll call it like training grounds kind of thing or like do you know what I mean we don't have that in the UK where people can kind of go there like we, we used to and I think yeah. that was probably where we still breed some of the most post rappers you have now like Skepta of course Getz, mm. um, Kano because these guys were bad and even Wretch and yeah. I think there's it's no surprise those rappers have lasted way longer than people have come after them because they had something like that mm-hmm. I don't think we have that right now I think, we just, I think now because there's we're, we're at the scene we're at the time now where you can make the most money you ever could from mm. music so people are like you know fuck all this I want to be a great rapper I just yeah. want to make yeah. money yeah. and I think that's why you're kind of struggling to come up with names for the UK because no one even there's not many people who actually give a fuck about the art. Yeah. Yeah. I think the ones that do is like, they are from that old school mm-hmm. generation, mm-hmm. to be honest. That yeah. is, is super hard as well, because as well, everyone's got this mentality, I'm not going to say man's name to make him bigger or yeah. that as well. I just think like, it's just it's just cheap excuses. <laughs> yeah. and people just, they're not ready to, for the mental capacity of having to entertain mm-hmm. Yeah. a war because it is you have to mentally prepare yourself for it to know this person is going to send this I'm going to say this this person's going to send back and the pressure that we've put on everyone now because everyone's got access to studios everyone's got access towards the internet everyone's on social media you have to respond in 24 to 48 hours yeah. with a video <laughs> yeah, yeah. that too yeah. and the song has to be up on DSPs and you're like mm. hold on all of this mm. in a day yeah when do I sleep? Yeah, that's what makes Chip so ridiculous because yeah. he's definitely got all the guys on call like yeah. in the next. And room. he's from yeah. that generation, Ready. despite yeah. how young he is. And I mean, that's why we always get that thing of, um, "Oh, Dave was born in the wrong generation." I don't think he is. Cause I don't think Dave could actually hang with these people like that. Yeah. I don't think so personally. I think in, in terms mm-hmm. of how serious he takes it, yeah, he's yeah. closer to those type of guys. But mm-hmm. Dave, lyrical miracle, yeah, no, he couldn't be on. Um, <laughs> yeah, he couldn't be on like a movement video. He couldn't mm. do that. He's not that type of rapper at all. It, it just wouldn't work for him. Whereas like. Yeah, he's not, yeah, not, and even that, like, his lyrics aren't even as, I don't think they're as creative as what was going on back then. I think maybe mm. it would have helped if it's it was. profound right topics, there. for sure. Yeah, like, for thematically, sure. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's the main difference between a battle rapper and a rapper. Like, a, mm. a rapper has time, and I'm not saying it's a shit skill, because obviously we still love hip-hop, but there's a skill in being able to kind of make up these things sometimes on the fly, sometimes just in your head mm. and you know there's no like beat like oh the producer's gonna do this and you know i'm gonna warp my voice like this is gonna add this effect the only effect you have is your words mm. and your delivery mm. i think that's a skill that i think don't i think if you put both together you also get sometimes amazing rappers yeah but i think just having one sometimes you can see i think when it comes to the more aggressive cuts for rappers or when, mm. or when they try to act hard you can clearly see the gaps in that type of like knowledge yeah. or skill set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I think, yeah, maybe when we were saying like what artists would make it as, or yeah. like would be great, kind of going back to battle rap, mm-hmm. 
the ones who have the classic freestyles like Black Thought. Yes, of like course. That yeah. was an oh, eleven great. minute freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Like someone like him, he would be great. Because sure. he's got no the doubt for that. ridiculous yeah. vocabulary mm-hmm. and dictionary in his head that he can mm-hmm. just come up with anything. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Do you know what though? You know it's another thing that's uh, that's becoming a factor in battle rap. Mm. Besides from the, the lyrical ability of it, of of being able to rap, is believability. So if you're saying whatever you're saying with conviction, there's some guys that will just say like, I walked in the door and I shot him. And it's just like, oh my goodness, we we believe you actually <laughs> done it. Yeah. Like, but you're saying it with such conviction and you're being so detailed. And like, like for example, have you guys uh, watched the new Fresh Prince? Oh, I haven't I have watched not. that. No, 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 I haven't watched Okay, that. so there's a guy um, who plays like the villain in the new Fresh Prince called mm. Easy the Block Captain. It's a villain? Yeah, Fuck. basically, yeah. <laughs> He was basically like the guy that like Fresh Prince was chilled back yeah. in the day. He's the guy that basically made Will leave Philadelphia. Oh, okay. oh that guy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So um, he's a battle rapper called Easy the Block Captain, mm. and his main um, attribute with him is the in-depth, real talk that he does in his battles. So he will talk in depth about like him being on the streets, selling drugs, or in prison, or coming out and bettering his life, and that like, those those like real talks I talk mm. different is what his USP is mm-hmm. and he may not even be like rapping like the most creative way but is what he's saying is so in depth and so real and so touching a lot of people are like yo this is one of the best battle rappers right now so yeah. mm-hmm. there's different attributes and it's like um, it's sort of like as if it's like wrestling to some extent mm-hmm. of where different battlers are ranked on what they're um, characteristics mm-hmm. or what their favorite their their finishing moves are or things like that. There's some battlers that are known for pens. There's some that are known as performers. There's some that are known for their antics. There's some that are known as great anglers. There's some that are known as like their real talk or the believability. You know, there's various things like that. So mm. yeah, yeah. I think a question we're gonna like one of the final questions we definitely want to ask was kind of ourselves as novices and we assume like a percentage of our listeners as well are mm. like where who's like a good entry point like actually before you ask like, I know it's going to round us up there's one yeah. question this is on the fly because this go. is something I thought about when I do see and again I might be wrong when I say this so fair enough of course when I do see a lot of battle rappers and this is what surprised me a, a more than trivial amount of them aren't black like and I think that surprised <laughs> I don't know why again that surprised the shit out of me because obviously yeah. when watching films like 8 Mile and all that I was thought mm. it was like some rugged like aggressive stuff like yeah, oh yeah. shit you can't be like a, a pussy some look like geography teachers yeah, yeah, like, so, yeah some yeah, of them yeah, just yeah, look yeah. like some regular ass guys and obviously yeah. you see them in real life when they do interviews like it's almost like a boxer it's like outside of the ring like I'm fine so like you said because you were talking about believability and that kind of sparks you up so it's like what is the kind of thing like is that something that's kind of touched on or was it kind of yeah. just seen that like, oh you know it's just a sport it doesn't really matter because yeah that, that's yeah. something that surprised me a lot when I was kind of looking like kind of at, about rappers I think it depends on the league that you're looking at I mean if you're yeah. looking specifically for the UK the first thing that you'll go to will be Don't Flop yeah. and Don't Flop was run by predominantly a lot of like white rappers yeah. mm. and Whereas, like, in the UK, there are actually, like, the street leagues, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, yeah. of, like, yeah. you know, you've got your um, No Loose Chats mm-hmm. over here, which is more gritty and grimy, and that's more of a street feel, which is predominantly black as well, um, which is predominantly more black. And then you've got the guys up north, Premier Battles, which is, there is a mixture of white and black battlers mm-hmm. that are there, um, predominantly white, mm-hmm. but they have, they're white, but with that street gritty feel okay, to yeah. them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um 
So I would say that that in that sense of where you're seeing those guys, that's where you'll feel like, wow, there's just bare white rappers <laughs> yeah. and like bare mum jokes and things like mm-hmm, that. Yeah. And you're just like, but well, this is a bit cringe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you feel me? But um, there is that. But in America as well, you know, you've got that. King of the Dot would be like the white league over there as well, where okay. yeah. you get things like compliment battles sometimes, oh, okay. where they'll say things like, your hair's <laughs> really, really nice. And you're yeah. just like, okay, this is... Yeah. <laughs> fair enough fair enough I want to hear some gun bars to be fair yeah. with you yeah. so you've got that but also you've got various different leagues where are all like completely black to be fair with you like mm. URL like okay, RBE yeah. or you know your other lower yeah. um, uh, lower leagues oh, as okay, well cool. to be fair mm. but um, yeah I would say I think that is to answer the yeah. question okay yeah, that's, yeah fair yeah, enough yeah. That and before, that I, before yeah. I ask that final question again um, I was listening to a bit of the the episode you had with Jazz the Rapper, yeah. right? The American rapper, Shout female jazz. rapper. I wanted yeah. to ask, because um, I, I don't I don't know if I just didn't get to that bit or I'd missed that bit, mm. but like, what did you get from her and what's your understanding of like the, because I know she's rapped against male rappers and like, what's yeah. that dynamic? Did she speak to that at all of like being yeah. a female rapper in a league that I assume is like male dominated yeah. and how her like gender sexuality whatever mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is firstly I'm involved. super humbled that you guys done bare research man. <laughs> on common Chris wow no, no but thank you um, no, but yeah with with Jazz I've, um, we touched on the fact that a lot of the men versus women battles are always based on the men being super misogynistic okay. and always referring towards the girls as like slut shaming okay, yeah. them yeah. or you know right. saying they're ugly or this that and the third and then the woman is gun barring the guy to death and she's mad aggressive and things mm. like that and it's just like we need to find a counter of the two yeah. um so any guy that comes in there trying to slut shame the woman or just yeah. be disrespectful or misogy- misogynistic you're gonna lose yeah us as the fans were looking at you like, yeah, you've lost this already. Because mm-hmm. it's going to take more than slut shaming. Oh, okay. It takes way more it's than like slut shaming. It's like a cheap shot. Yeah. Okay, and also, yeah, we just yeah. see it as like, this is corny. That's boring. Yeah, this like is like corny. It's just stupid, yeah. I heard you fuck this person. She really didn't. <laughs> and even if she did, who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who cares? You know, um, yeah, we, we touched on with her saying, are you ready for him to be super disrespectful? Because she's got an upcoming battle, which is actually this Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Funny enough, with a guy called Geechee Gotti. Mm. He's like the leading person in battle. Didn't they already right have now. a battle? No, they're about to battle oh, this, this is the Saturday, one. yeah. Because I was Googling it. Was, it. it was announced yeah. like ages ago. Okay. But um, it's happening this Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, we were just preparing her like, you know, Geechee is the most dangerous battle rapper right now, the most popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been co-signed by Drake as well. Mm-hmm. Um, are you ready and prepared for this? Because Jazz is a, known as an angler. She's she's one of those people that will find something about you and tailor like a whole three or four minutes about mm-hmm. that one thing. Yeah. Say for example, if you work in, let's say you work in the post office, right. somehow she'll find an angle about you being <laughs> shit at delivering and linking it towards your battle rap ability, yeah. saying your delivery skills at work are shit and then your rapping skills of delivery shit as well. So just mm. intricate ways of doing yeah. that. Um, yeah, we were preparing her for that and um, I said to her, it'll be different compared to your Shuffle T battle where she battled over here against Shuffle T but Shuffle T is more of the humorous comedic mm. type of battle rapper a bit sarcastic um, on that side and Geechee's just straight disrespectful yeah and so, does it depend does that kind of like clash of styles and things they talk about mm. does that like 
how does that play out in in different leagues? Because what league are they are they battling? Well, is this, this is like open... a URL versus Queen of the Ring. So okay. it's like the the, yeah. the guy, the leading guy league versus the leading. Okay, so um, it's a big, it's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 it's a big deal. Okay, yeah. It's like okay. when um, what those tennis players played where it's like Battle of the Sexes back yes. in like the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. Billie Jean King against literally, someone. Yeah. literally that. To be fair with you, um, yeah, I think with with that of how it pans out, um. Well, the guys have won twice. <laughs> they've okay. done this yeah. event, yeah. They've done this Ooh. event, and overall, the guys have won twice. Uh-huh. It will be, um, I believe, it's six battles that are on on the night. Mm. Um, I'm actually intrigued. Yeah, I'm gonna check this out. Do you know what? Yeah. I, I, I think obviously there will be some things, and the thing is with battle rap, like this is the reason why I say like the battle rap world is like. It's just so fucking annoying sometimes because they're like, "This is our world, man. Get away!" And that's how, that's how some of those guys are like. But yeah. with people like myself and like my lot, we're like, we welcome new mm. people. We want you to watch this shit. You're not gonna understand things for a while, mm. but we want you to be involved in at least like just trying to engage how things are in in the battle rap world. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. Mm. It is exciting. Um, if you're planning to ever watch it, just download the app called Caffeine. Mm-hmm. How do I spell that? Sorry, Caffeine. Just oh, the caffeine. Way, caffeine. Oh, caffeine. Okay, cool. Mm. Got you. And um, it's on this Saturday at eleven o'clock. So uh-huh. literally, just go on the Caffeine app. You can do it on your phone, or you can watch it using Google Chrome. Okay, cool. Um, just caffeine. Get on Caffeine. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like the system. Uh, well, basically, it's like the uh, rival. Sorry, to Twitch. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Whereas, yeah, yeah. like, mainly for gaming, but they've started streaming uh, battle rap events on there. Um, it's interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very, very interesting, I'd say. Yeah. I feel like that kind of answer is like, what's the entry point in? I yeah. think the Saturday yeah. being one. Do you know what? <laughs> like, any say... kind of artist, maybe for like the UK listeners, a lot of our listeners are in the US yeah. as well. I would say, I would give you five battles, five mm-hmm. entry level battles to watch that will get you into battle rap. The first one, I would say, is Hitman Holler versus Sue Surf. Mm-hmm. This is basically like the Stone Cold versus The Rock in WrestleMania 17. Okay. Of oh, battle right. rap. Okay. Like it was basically oh. the two biggest figures of battle rap at that point, like battling each other. Mm. And it was just, yeah, it was another level. So that I would say, I would say to watch Calico versus Loaded Lux. Mm-hmm. that's the infamous you go get this work you might have heard that a couple of times um, that as well was like the third round is basically like the bible for battle rap okay. to be fair um, I would say watch gun titles versus NWX okay. which is a two on two they start doing tag team yeah. um, um, battles as well um, that is just off the ground off the jump is just electrifying um, to watch that those Three, I would say for humor, watch Charlie Clips. Watch Charlie Clips versus Farah. Okay. P H A R A. So if you want to get an idea of like how the guy versus girl battles are like, yeah. Charlie Clips versus Farah is a funny battle. Hmm. And if you're from the UK, I would say watch Shorty Horror versus Tony D. Mm hmm. Those are the five battles I Sweet. would say. Yeah. Good, yeah. 
good I'm, list to start with. Yeah, no, yeah. Right, no, honestly, yeah. um, I, yeah, like you said, I think that kind of concludes us. And honestly, I think this has been a really, really interesting conversation. Yeah. And to be honest, I think that this has kind of sold me a little bit in terms of like, <laughs> join us, yeah, join us, yeah, because <laughs> always one ones where I'm like, ah, oh, I look from an outside in, but I think now, yeah, with that introduction, I think yeah. a lot of our listeners, like John said, um, we have a lot of American listeners as well, so I think some of them will appreciate this episode. Mm-hmm. And I think the UK guys, if they want a kind of introduction, something different, yeah, pretty cool. I think I, I I honestly think funny enough we've actually done an episode of this on Battle on the Roof of where we've had um five recommended battles oh, okay. that we we actually recommend for people to watch to get into battle rap. Mm-hmm. So we've done two it's literally like about I think it's like a less than 10 minutes long of um where we recommend five battles for people to watch for entry level or battles for beginners. Yeah. We've done that for them and also because there's various um key events that happen in battle rap these events are called summer madness and and um gnome which is night of main events and we recommend five battles to watch as well so it's just basically just the history of battle rap um so yeah that's all available in the battle on the roof uh youtube um But yeah, man, thank you. Thank you guys of so course. much, man. Yeah, Re- yeah. Your research was A1 as well, <laughs> man. I'm humbled. I mean, it's what we do. I mean, I think your ears, John, two people too used to like shitty podcasts where they're just like, oh yeah, and what is it you do again? Oh shit. Like, and you know, they don't know, they're just there because they want like a big name or something yes. like that. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, yeah, I think we're more picky with who we kind of bring on. Thank so yeah. You. I'm humbled, man. But um, yeah, no, in just, yeah, just to kind of run us out, why don't you, like you mentioned Battle on the Roof, but why don't you shout out where the people can find you, where the people can find yeah, your podcasts and man. stuff like that? Um, Chris DeCapo on all socials. Um, I'm not on Facebook, so I'm sorry. Um, I'm I have Snapchat, but I don't use it. <laughs> um, what else would I say? Rinse FM every Monday, three to five PM. Mm-hmm. If you're ever bored in the office, or if you're in a gym and you want to hear rhythms, uh, lock in. No capping is available on Rinse FM. I am bringing it back. Cool. So yep. definitely do keep an eye out for that as well. And battle on the roof every single week that we 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 drop. Um, we don't have a day that we drop. <laughs> we just drop. <laughs> but um, we we tend to usually do it between that Monday or Tuesday uh-huh. that we drop. Um, we've got a special episode coming out tomorrow. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's us, man. Battle on the roof. Over a hundred episodes. Congrats. Yes, yeah. man. Thank you, thank you so much, man. Um, I feel like as if as a pod, like you guys will know it as podders. Once you get to that hundred episode, you're like. <sighs> yeah <laughs> you know this isn't just like a, a moment we're yeah, actually doing this like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they say that most pods don't last until um if no if you last over 30 episodes consider yourself lucky damn congrats oh. to us fair enough congrats yeah. to us this, yeah. is, this is episode 80 yes oh it's yeah. episode eight. Oh, you guys are, yeah you're yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cemented it's cemented to be fair <laughs> but yeah they, they say if you if you get over 20 you might be onto something but if you get over 30 you're here and then once you get to 100, it's like, you're here. Mm-hmm. You are here now. Oh, so you so, guys are 20 weeks when we yeah. were, spon- were sponsored by, <laughs> so yeah. by some shit. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm <laughs> yeah. And i champagne yeah. spill it all over the table. Yeah. Havana Club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do it, you yeah. know. If we're sponsored by Havana Club, that'd be fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. I'll start yeah. drinking Havana Club again. You know what's so yeah. funny with Havana Club? Um, is so, uh, sorry, I won't no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Like when they uh done the first order and they were like, Oh yeah, we're gonna send some to your house. I was like, All right, cool, no problem. So they sent it to my house and then like um like literally my mum just like came randomly <laughs> and then she was like, Where did you get this from? Yeah. Like, where did you get this from? It's like 
they sent it over. She's like, oh, okay, interesting. Cool. Then we had some guests over and she couldn't be bothered to buy a drink. She was like, I yeah, this is going. Yeah. Yeah. Bring yeah. it. Bring it. I was like, okay, I'll bring you one. She's like, no, no, no. Bring the box. I said, you got boxes, so bring a box. I was like, bruv, these men are driving. Like, <laughs> how much do these men take him, bruv? <laughs> but um, yeah, man, shout out to Havana every single time, man. Big up Havana Club. Big up Havana right. Club. Cool. Well, yeah, as always, we round out with the Now and Then 2022 playlist. Yes, uh, yeah, we obviously pick a song from the last two years, and then we have a throwback as well. I don't know, 5, 10, 20, 50 years old, whatever you want. Um, I'll start us off. Cool. Uh, my Now song is Ride the Dragon from FK's Cabra Songs mixtape. Uh, my then song is going to be to be fair I'll quickly say about that I think that is the project that has grown on me the most what, the is and I enjoyed songs? it when it came out yeah. mm. but it gets yeah, it's one of the best the yeah, it's a yeah. shame it's not an album I know yeah, it's um, yeah. my then song is going to be MVP by Big L okay, nice. we mentioned oh, him on, so I was like yeah, yeah let's, do, cool. let's do that all right, cool. I'll go. Um, my now song is I Don't Rap Beef. This is actually a fucking coincidence because um, I was listening to Drake called The Ruler and mm-hmm. they know he had a song with L Sweatshirt. I was uh-huh. like, holy shit, this song is fucking sick. So yes. yeah, the remix, I Don't Rap Beef, uh, Drake mm-hmm. called Ruler, L Sweatshirt. And my then song is Someday We'll All Be Free by Donny Hathaway. My favourite song of all time. Really? I told I you this before. Before. I know, yeah. Yeah, so bang the song. Go. Yeah, and last but not least, Chris, what do you have for us? Um, I'm going to mix the two. I'm going to say my current one right now, um, a song that I've had on repeat since it's come out, I'm going to pick uh, Young's Teflon and Stardom, a body language. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that is a big, big, mm-hmm. big, big, big tune. I think <laughs> yeah. it's one, I think that song and... The song with Rams is actually surprisingly good as is well. It, that mm-hmm. one's actually yeah. good as well. <laughs> yeah. I think that song <laughs> and Rimsey's Unruly are my two favourite UK rap songs that have come out this year mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. far. Um, and uh, my throwback one, uh, I'm I'm like one of the biggest Dipset fans ever. Okay, cool. I'm one of the biggest Dipset fans ever. So I'm going to go with um, Dipset. And do you know what? I was going to go with I Really Mean It. But I'm gonna go with first of the month. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna go with first of the month. To be fair, I just think Diplomatic Community is one of the greatest mm. albums ever in my life. I feel like Diplomatic Community is ranked higher than the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Okay, thank you guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that, I know uh, I'm gonna get smoked yeah. for that comment. Oh, mic drop. But yeah. <laughs> on that note, uh, yeah. Thanks again for for coming on, and we will be back again next week. Yeah. Another episode. See you guys next week. Six.